with being Family Sunday, wanted to kind of do something a little bit different. Next week, we're going to start our Fireside series, and we just kind of wrapped up the straining towards the goal thing. And today, I just wanted to remind us about Thanksgiving. Like, it's one of my favorite holidays because we have a saying in my family. You don't, you don't go back for seconds when you're hungry. You go back for seconds when it stops hurting. Like, we love to eat. Like, I packed my fat pants intentionally for Thursday. Like, some of you know, like, my family's got some cooks in it. And we love it, and we sit down, and we celebrate. But I want to ask a question within that. And also, because it's Family Sunday, I know we got kids in here. That does not throw me off at all. just want to say that. Like, sometimes people are like, oh, that's, you see my family? I'm okay. Uh, I want to ask a question to get us thinking, though. And the question is this. When 2020 looks so different, can we still be thankful? Oh, good. Well, you already got it, so I'm done. <laughs> it's been a weird year. It's been a year where you can look back and go, man, I can find some areas that have not been the best. Like when we talk about we have lost people, and even in the way that we look at losing people, that has transitioned through this year. Like I remember sitting on my couch and getting a notification earlier this year about a helicopter crash. And like Kobe Bryant, whether you're a sports fan or not, like that was some, for some reason that hit me weird. I was like, I got a family now, and that's somebody that I kind of watched and modeled things on. And, man, it was so weird. And I look back, that seems like so long ago because now, now I've been to funerals for COVID stuff. And so we've, we've experienced loss in a way that we've never really experienced this year. We've, we've had people that have lost jobs. We've, we've lost a sense of normalcy, like just the way we go about our daily day life. It looks different than it did at the beginning of the year. And so can we still be thankful during that time? And the answer, some of you already got it, yes. Welcome to South Point. The answer will always be, yes, we can be thankful. But this morning, I hope that we can kind of press into, why do we say that? Like, I feel that I can say it really confidently, and I hope that you can too, but explaining it to someone who goes, man, this year has been trash. I don't like it. There's nothing to be thankful for. How do we express that to other people? Well, in James chapter 1, verse 16, James writes this. He says, Do not be deceived, my beloved brothers. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Of his own will he brought us forth by the word of truth that we should be a kind of firstfruits of his creatures. Every good and perfect gift just descends down from our heavenly Father, who is good, who is gracious, who is loving and merciful. Every single one of them. And sometimes I feel like we need that reminder. That when we look out in life and we see something good happening and we go, oh, look at, look at, look at what that person's doing and how they're making an impact. No, remember that comes from God. When we look around the situation and go, man, I just feel so blessed. All these things I'm doing in my life, man, that's a gift from God. Every good and perfect gift coming down from the Father. And it says, within him there is no variation. I love that. It's not a, we have a good year God, and then we have, well, we have a bad year God. That's, that's not how he operates. It says there's no shadow, there's no variation in God. I remember in college, I took a wine class. Yes, that was a class in my college. <laughs> and in wine, like if you're familiar with it, they, they go by years, and there's sometimes where people go, man, that year was really, really good. There was this great harvest, and man, you want that one. And then sometimes you go, man, that year wasn't so good, and you, you, you don't open that thing, throw it away. That's not how God operates. With God, it's all good, always. 
God is good all the time, all the time God is good, that old church saying. But sometimes we need that reminder that even in a rough year, God is still a good God. With all the crazy, he's still a good God. And so we know that. Like, we know that God is good. Like, I don't feel like many of us are really arguing that. We, we may stress about it at times, but I think we know God is good, but what do we do with that? Like, how are we called to be a thankful group of people? I'll say this. First, regularly practice giving thanks. Do it regularly. In Philippians chapter 4 and verse 6, Paul writes this. He says, do not be anxious about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with, thanks, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. Now, you saw right there in that verse, he doesn't say in some things. He doesn't say in some times. He says in everything we give thanks. At all points, at all times, in everything in our life, at every, whether it's job, we don't compartmentalize it. We look at what's happening in our workplace and we give thanks for that. We look at what's happening at home and we give thanks for that. We look at what's happening in our church, we give thanks for that. In everything, not in some things, not in the areas that we pick. He says, I don't want you to be anxious about anything, but in prayer and supplication, I want you to go before God and say thank you. This is not just a holiday. I know that we have the holiday and we all love it. Whatever your tradition is, and maybe this year it looked a little different, but you've got these different traditions, and we, we do. We look forward to that holiday where we're reminded to give thanks, but it's not about a day. This is something that we are regularly called in everything that we do, in everything that we say, in the way that we operate. If we are in Christ, we have been called at all points to say thank you. It's not just about a day. And thankfully, the same can be said about church, right? It's not just about Sunday. I know we kind of look for that day where we gather together, whether it be online, in person, and we worship together, but this is not a singular thing. We have been called for this to be a regular occurrence, something that we practice regularly. And at times I get, especially this year, you may find yourself complaining a little bit. I don't know if you've been on social media before. <laughs> if you find yourself complaining, here's what I would say. Instead of complaining, Respond to that and find something to be thankful for. Sometimes you may have to push a little bit, but you can find something. If every good gift coming down from above is coming from God, we can find something to be thankful for. And I want to proclaim that thankfulness. And I want that to be a regular part of what I do. I want that to be something that is not forced, but it's just natural because I understand, man, God has been so good to me. I'm going to say thankful, thank you, and I'm going to be a thankful person no matter the situation. And that's the next thing. Express gratitude regardless of the situation. Whether it's a good day or it's a bad day, be thankful. In Thessalonians, Paul writes this. He says, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God, Christ Jesus, for you. In all things. We give thanks in all things. Now, I do want to kind of ask the question, okay, well, how am I supposed to give thanks when just quite frankly, it's a really terrible situation. Like the last month for me and my family has not been what I would call a highlight month. Like how do I give thanks even in a time like that? Well, if you want to give thanks in those times, you have to understand there's a little bit bigger picture going on here. And a very, very popular verse, so much so that this week, Dawn O'Brien, she called, she goes, hey, did you put the right verse in your messages? Yeah, um, Romans 8.8 8 is very cheerful. <laughs> it 
Romans 8, 8, if you're familiar with it, says, those who are in the flesh cannot please God. That's a reality. Without Christ, without Christ coming into our life, taking our heart of stone and giving us a heart of flesh, without Christ coming in and invading our lives and making us a new creation, when we are without God, there is nothing that you can do to please him. And I want you to understand the depth of that. If someone doesn't know Christ, everything about them is offensive to God because they have not been made new yet. And in that moment, there is no possibility of thanksgiving. For someone without Christ, brushing their teeth is an offense to God. But here's the beauty of it. We don't stop with just that verse. The gospel comes in. And through Jesus Christ, a way is made for each and every one of us to experience love and grace and mercy. And there's a moment where Christ invades our lives, and he does. He makes us into a new creation. And when a person can say, hey, I want to turn from my old self, and I want to be a follower of Christ. I want him to be the Lord of my life. In that moment, that verse does not apply to you anymore. Everything you do can be pleasing to God, and therefore thanksgiving is made possible. So when I find myself in a really rough spot, one of those days where you go, man, it looks like Halloween and it's December. Like, it's just not your best time. We can still be thankful because we've been made new through Christ. Through Jesus Christ, we don't look back and say, man, there's nothing that I can do to please God. Because of our relationship, we go, man, I get the opportunity to go forward to a God that gives good and perfect gifts and say thank you. So regardless of the situation, whether it's one of those days where we go, man, everything is good, and it's that perfect ideal setting. Maybe you're Thanksgiving this year, man, you gathered with some people, maybe you got online, and everything went well, and it's very easy to go, that was good. We could do that again. Or maybe it's one of those times where you look around, and you're like, man, somebody at this table might want to take me out. <laughs> Like you're playing Clue in your head with your family members. Like, yeah, it's my cousin in the living room with a hammer. Like one of those moments where it's like, I don't know if I can say thank you. Yes, we can. We have to think back to the bigger picture, the foundation of thanksgiving, the fact that God gave us Jesus Christ. And so make thanksgiving a part of your interactions with others. First Chronicles chapter 16, verse 8, David says this. He says, Give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the peoples. See, when we, if you appreciate something, what you do when you appreciate something is you are adding value to it. So think of something that you've considered valuable. Like I'll never forget in high school, I bought my first truck. Like I'm making payments on it and it was mine. I would go out every morning and spray the thing down, make sure it was clean, I lived on a dirt road. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> like, it had unbelievable value to me. And so I did things for it. Like, I appreciated it. And sometimes we forget to appreciate the people in our lives. We want to add value to them. And so we need to appreciate them. We need to teach about Thanksgiving. And so whenever we sit down with, as a family and we talk about, hey, we can find things to be thankful for, right? And we have those conversations and we teach the people around us. For those that may not be a part of a church or, man, they may be far from God and they're just angry and bitter and they look at you and go, how can you always be thankful? That's an unbelievable opportunity to share the message of who Jesus Christ is. CJ's not here today, but 
if you know C.J. Jackson, if you ask him how he's doing, what will he say? Outstanding. Outstanding. I remember him telling me a story one time. He said, he, I guess he was at a bank, and the teller asked how he was doing. He said, I'm outstanding. And I guess he had done it so many times, the, the kid goes, how do you always say that? Like, you can't always be outstanding. And he began to explain to him how he was always outstanding. It's a way to teach others about thanksgiving. It's a way to teach others about being thankful because we have been given these gifts from God and been made new. And so we teach people. And so we add value to their lives. And sometimes we just need that reminder of, hey, I need to express that to the people around me. Like, I need to tell them, thank you. I appreciate the things that you do. In my head, I say that a lot. I forget I need to verbalize it. And so, so there's times where I, just, I write thank you notes to people because I know I need to do that. I need to express that. I need to include other people in my thanksgiving. And then at times, when it's tough, you need to let God be your strength. Now, Isaiah chapter 41, Isaiah says this. He says, fear not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteousness. And then if we need another reminder in Deuteronomy chapter 31, Moses writes, be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them, for it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Sometimes we need that reminder as well. It's easy to be thankful when you know that you can press into a God who gives every perfect gift, who loves you in ways that you can't even understand at times. And I tell people when it comes to strength, a lot of times we find ourselves going, God, give me the strength to make it through this situation. Give me the strength to make it through a holiday. Give me the strength to be able to go to work today and deal with whatever that person's name is that just popped in your head. Hopefully it's not you. Give me the strength, give me the strength. And I tell people, you actually don't have to pray for that. And that may sound weird of, I don't have to pray for strength. No, because scripture just said it's already there. You have to press into it. And so on those days that are difficult and those days that are tough, we press into who God is and we're thankful. On those days where you're walking through situations, you go, man, I got no idea what I'm doing here. We press into God and we find comfort and we say thank you. You know, those days where you just wonder, how am I going to get out of bed today? We think back to the fact that our God is who he is, and we say thank you. So in a crazy year, can we be thankful? Most certainly. I want to say I'm thankful for all of you. I'm thankful for this church. I'm thankful for the role that every one of you play in different things. Like as I've reflected back on this year and just looked at and all the different meetings and all the different conversations and all the different things that have gone on, I just find myself going, thank you, God, because I know that I couldn't have done that. <laughs> and I found those times where I pressed into him and pressed into other people. And so this week as we go out, I pray that we do include others in that, that we share that there is a message of ultimate thanksgiving. That through Jesus Christ, we can have salvation. We can have true, undying love in our lives. Let's pray. God, it doesn't take us very long to think of all the things to be thankful for. And yeah, it may be a crazy year. It may be different. But God, the fact that you are on the throne, Christ seated next to you, the Holy Spirit on earth and dwelling those that know you. 
That's our foundation. That's what we say thank you for. And God, if there's someone here today or watching online and they don't know what it looks like to have a relationship with you, but every time we talk about Jesus, they go, man, that's, that's what I want and that's what I need. If that's you, I would just pray, God, as best as I know how, I want to come to you. I want to turn away from my old life. I want to follow Jesus and make him the Lord of my life. And in that moment, Thanksgiving invades us. And if that was you, I would encourage you, put that on a connect card, talk to one of our staff, mention something in a comment, message us. We want to celebrate that. God, I pray that we will look around with fresh eyes and just say thank you for all the good that you are doing. We ask all of this in Christ's name. Amen.